0: Hey Voice Teacher! Are you ready to get some new students on your roster? Well in this episode I'm going to be sharing what you need to get new students in the fall but of course you can apply this to any season so don't worry if it's not fall when you're listening to this and heads up We're getting pretty practical, so grab a notebook and get prepared to do some fun homework assignments this week. After all, taking aligned action is the key to getting what you want. So if you want new students and you want them quickly, get ready to take action. This podcast is for professional voice teachers to answer the question, how do I grow my teaching business and even break out of that one-on-one lesson model so that I can reach and teach who I want whenever I want. I'm your host, Allie Tyler, voice teacher of over a decade and marketing and business coach for fellow voice teachers. Welcome to the Voicepreneur Podcast. hello voice teacher welcome to another episode of the podcast i am so delighted as always that you have chosen to spend your time listening to me and really learning about how to grow your business because that's what it's all about oh my gosh you guys you guys all i have in my head are children's songs any mamas out there who can feel my pain so my little boy, uh, he just turned one, what was that, a month ago? And it is, <laughs> it is absolutely the best, best, best age. Like, oh my gosh, he's walking, he's babbling. And yesterday he started singing Twinkle Twinkle. My husband and I were like, oh my God, he's literally singing this because we sing it to him all the time. So anyway, it's just, it's so magical. It's so much fun. But, of course, that caveat is now all I have are, like, kids' songs just playing in my head all the live long day. Oh, my gosh. You know, you probably feel like this with your students, too. I know that when I was, like, in the thick of teaching and I had this full studio of students, I would get their songs stuck in my head all the time. And it was great because I learned so much pop music, but, oh, my gosh, like, some of those songs I really did not need in my head. You know what I mean? I'm sure you know exactly what I'm talking about and that's actually a wonderful segue into today's topic which is all about how to get new students this fall or whatever season. I'm talking about fall because we are recording this or we are publishing this I should say right when it's just about fall or we're you know I guess it's really the, the terminology is back to school, right? It's when things are starting to shift, the weather's starting to change, people are starting to get more into a groove, get into our schedule, and it's a really, really lovely time to get new students because of all of those reasons. So if you are in that position right now where you want to get some new students in your studio basically as soon as possible or <laughs> you know when the, when the season is right for you, this episode is for you. Now, Now, a couple of things to know before we dive into it. The first thing is that everything I'm going to share in this episode can be done virtually or in person. The other thing to know is that this episode is tangible. It's not fluffy. We're not going to talk about, you know, the fluffy inner brand, who you are, what you stand for, your ideal student. I mean, that is stuff I love, but that is not this episode. And I'm actually going to assume that you know all that stuff. So... This is really what you need to have in order to make these things happen. (laughs) Um, The things I'm going to give you are tangible assignments. They are very much things that you could pull out your computer and do today, right? Like homework assignments. But you can't really do these things very effectively unless you have that quote unquote fluffy stuff done. So I'm going to assume that you know who your ideal student is, that you know what it is that you want to help them with, the results that you promise your students, the transformations that they have, the things that they say about you, the things that they say about you behind your back, right? So all of these things are part of your brand. It's part of your mission. It's part of your business. And that's wonderful and super important. Now that you have that all established, let's take a look at the three very concrete things that you can do starting today are you ready here we go number one your homework assignment the very first thing that you are going to do is you are going to write your sales page This is however you want it to be. It could be a page on your website. It could be an actual sales page. Let's say you use Kajabi or Lead Pages or something like that (laughs) where, you know, they actually are softwares that create sales pages. However you want to do it, it don't matter. But what you want to make sure is that you have a page that you are sending traffic to. We're going to talk about traffic in just a second, but this is where everything lives. It's going to really focus on who your lessons are for. Right. So (laughs) let's actually pause right there, because if you don't want to teach 10 year olds anymore, put that on your sales page, put it there, like set the boundary it's okay. (laughs) I mean, I just hear it so much. I hear it so much from voice teachers. Well, you know, I love the 10-year-olds. Like, I know I'm good at it, but I secretly don't really want to teach them anymore. That's fine. You don't have to teach them anymore, and you certainly don't have to justify it. Just establish that. Put it on the sales page. Put it in writing, and what I mean by that is simply putting something like, lessons are for you know, ages 13 and up or females ages 18 and up or whatever. I mean, this is your opportunity to call out your ideal student, So don't be afraid to do that (laughs) on your sales page. So that's the first thing is you really want to make sure that that page, you know, it says who the lessons are for. You're going to shift all of your marketing copy to focus on your ideal student. So this does not mean that you need to put all of the details about (laughs) working with you, your policies, your rates, your like... That stuff is important. It is important, but we want to be thinking about what they're thinking about. When you are putting together your sales page, you want to be thinking about how you can shift your copy, your words on the page, to really be focusing on your ideal students' problems. The things that they want, the things that they desire, the areas that they're stuck on, the ways that you will help them, because that is all they care about. That is all anybody cares about when we land on people's sales pages. The very first thought that all of us think, because we're all consumers here, is what's in it for me? What's in it for me? What am I going to experience? How are they going to help me? What am I going to feel? So this is the fun creative job of making a sales page that really addresses those things and helps them think positive thoughts right from the get-go and really not taking that much time to be able to understand what it is that you offer. That's another thing is we also get really wordy on our sales pages and Truthfully, that just causes our brain to burn more calories than it needs to and people end up tuning out. You are way more likely to capture somebody with less words and talking directly to their problems and how you are going to solve them. When you do that, you are leading them to the next thought, which is tell me more. I want to know more. Tell me about your policies. Tell me about your rates, right? But those thoughts don't come first. That comes after, hmm, okay, she's going to help me solve my problems, right? So that's the big thing is that you want to have a sales page that has lots of sales psychology infused in it, and it really is the place that you are going to send all of your traffic confidently, right? This is the page where you're like, yes, I am your teacher. I can help you. Let's freaking do this thing. Now we can move on to the actual traffic and how you're going to get that traffic, right? How are you going to get traffic? How are you going to get people to look at this sales page? Well, the best way that you can do this well, one of the best ways that you can do this is to really connect with people who are inside of your network. Maybe they are sister brands, they are complementary of your brand, but they're not competitive, right? They're people who are basically talking to the same people that you want to be talking to, but just in a slightly different way, right? Those are your potential partners. This is how you build your network. And this is how you get more traffic. So think school choir directors or drama teachers or dance studios, yoga studios, <laughs> coffee shops that host acoustic nights, right? It could be a location base. It doesn't have to be an organization. It can be an organization, but it's basically anywhere that your audience hangs out. Where do they hang out that's not Voice lessons. So here's your job. You ready for it? Your fun homework assignment. You're just gonna open up a spreadsheet. <laughs> you can do this on Google Sheets. You can do this on Excel, wherever you want to. And all you're gonna do is just list out a bunch of people who are inside of your network. And you can have an assistant do this. You can do this yourself. But this is going to help you get in front of more audiences who are already probably going to be interested in what it is that you have to offer. So. So when you do this, all you're going to be doing is filling in that spreadsheet with their name, their email address, maybe a couple of notes on, you know, something about their organization or where you found them or their affiliation, whatever you want to. And then after you've done that, the third homework assignment that you're going to do today is you're going to draft up email templates. This is where you are going to actually approach the people that are on that spreadsheet. So I won't lie, this is probably the hardest part of these three assignments that I'm giving you, but it's not really that hard when you start just thinking a little bit bigger than (laughs) creating a template that you're just going to copy and paste, right? So the reason why it's a little bit more complicated is because there are several different approaches that you can take when you are reaching out to these organizations or directors or teachers, right? How you want to be thinking about this is first and foremost, what's the relationship that you already have with them? So maybe you have a um, relationship with a high school choir director that's in your community as it is. So you're going to be talking to them very differently than somebody that you have never talked to before, right? That's why we don't want to copy and paste these templates. We want to make sure that we have a few different versions depending on the approach that you want to take. The other thing that you want to be thinking about is how you can give back to them. So (laughs) I'm going to pause right here because you may be listening to this episode and thinking, well, I've done these things or I've heard these things or this is common sense or I don't know what you're thinking, but maybe you've had that thought (laughs) at some point in this episode. I want to share that at this point, this point right here, this is the part that most voice teachers miss. And this is why you are not getting responses from people in your network. That thing is how you can support them, giving them something in return. What can you give them in return? What can you give them not even in return? What can you give them period? (laughs) How can you help them? Because let's think about this for a second. We are all strapped for time, right? Everybody's busy. Everybody has stuff going on in their life that makes it really hard to stay on top of things. And as much as we want to help and support each other, we often just don't have the time to make it happen so I say this because when we approach these choir directors and dance studios and you know whoever it is that you are talking to and you say something along the lines of hi I'm so-and-so I'm a voice teacher I uh, you know would love to help your students in your choir and I teach voice lessons virtually so um, here's my information and my website feel free to you know send this over and I hope to hear from you soon, and you don't get a reply, why do you think that is? Like, let's think about this for a second. Number one, they are strapped for time. So if that is their assignment to pass your name along for you, They're probably not going to do it. And moreover, they're probably not going to remember to do it. Even if they like meant to do it, they're not going to remember because we all have so much shit going on in our lives. Let's be real. So our job is to not only support them, but it's to make their life easier. So that means we're going to give them something. We're going to incentivize them in some way to get in front of their people by giving them something in return. You can get so creative with how you want to do this, but I'll just share a couple of examples that are ways that I have done this in the past. So when I first moved to Colorado and I was first building up my voice studio business, I had like, you know, no network, no affiliations, nothing out here. My husband and I moved out here because we loved the mountains and that's what brought us here. And that was it. I reached out to a bunch of different choirs and high schools in my community. And when I say choirs, I generally mean high school choirs and sometimes college choirs too, but mostly high school choirs. So, and community choirs as well. So when I reached out to them, I knew that the only way that they would actually respond to me and take me seriously was if I gave them something in return. So. I did a few different things. For one high school, I said, hey, I've heard so much about your academy and how incredible the drama department is there. I would love to come to the school, and if you have 15 minutes to chat over coffee, I'd love to hear more about how I can support your program. So that's exactly what I did. I brought him and myself a cup of coffee, (laughs) so that was the gift I brought him. I went to the school so that he didn't have to do anything. All he had to do was show up to his office, which he was basically already there anyway. And then all I asked for in return was just 15 minutes to chat about their program and hear what they were working on, any you know things that they were struggling with or things that the students wanted out of the program that they weren't getting. And to top it off, just in case, I had a brochure that basically talked about a couple of workshops that I could provide to support their program, just in case. I didn't have to bring it up in that first initial session, but if the conversation was going so well that he was like, oh my gosh, yeah, tell me about what you offer, and I would love to hear how you could support our program, I could pull out that brochure and have it, you know, ready to go. Another iteration that you can do instead of, let's say, a fifteen-minute you know coffee chat, is if you kind of already know the director, or maybe they're an acquaintance, or you just want to get right to it, <laughs> you could offer something directly to their class. Let's say a masterclass. Or a workshop and only take about 15, 20 minutes of their time. So, for example, let's say there is an advanced high school choir that meets, you know, Thursdays at 3 p.m. and they go till 4 30 for an hour and a half. You could say, Hey, on Thursday, since you have that hour and a half block, if you don't mind, I would love to come for just, you know, 15, 20 minutes. You could sing me a song and we could work through that song together and I can help out, you know, the sound quality and the blend and the overall tone of the choir. Or if you'd prefer, we could do something else. We could do a workshop or we could do something where I sing for them and I tell them a little bit about my background as a professional singer, you can have a couple of different options here because, again, this is all about your own creativity and the relationship that you have with this person, But do you see how all of this is making it easy for them and giving them something in return? You want this to be about how you can support them and how you can support them oftentimes, especially if it is singing related like a choir or a musical theater program, right, where they do have singers they want their singers to sound good and you can help them with that so that's how you can tie it together to really make everything about giving and not getting this actually reminds me a lot of I want to say it was like the third episode maybe or the fourth episode on how to make marketing fun. And that's really what marketing is all about. The way that you make it fun is that you make it about giving, that you make it about helping and giving and supporting, because that's what you do. That's why you're a voice teacher. (laughs) And I know you and you are an intuitive, empathetic, loving, giving human being. So this is going to be very easy for you. So to Kind of summarize everything that we just chatted about, those three super tangible things that you are going to do. You could do it today. You could do it this weekend, however fast or slow you want to. Number one, you're going to build a compelling sales page, one that really talks to their thoughts and their feelings and how you can help them number two you're going to create a spreadsheet of basically anybody that has your same audience that is a complimentary partner that you could potentially reach out to and number three you're going to draft up a few different emails depending on who it is that you're sending it for making sure that you are making their life easy and offering something in return that is how you get it started because All of this is going to filter into you getting more students we can never just expect that our expertise and that our fancy resume is just going to get us new students we have to build relationships we have to show people what we're all about and sometimes yes that means doing things like a free masterclass for 20 minutes or hosting a workshop or free trial lessons too i mean we could have a whole conversation about that but all of this to say this is you taking ownership of your business. This is you getting creative with how you put yourself out there because that ridiculous advice of build it and they will come is not true for business. It is not true for business. It is build it and then tell everybody you built it and then have them tell everybody you built it and then tell them again that you built it and you keep telling people that you built it and that's what you do. That's what you do. So, that's what you're going to do to get new students this season, and I am so excited to hear how it goes. As always, you can always connect with me over on Instagram. Come DM me at The Voicepreneur, and if you want to learn more about The Voicepreneur program where I teach you a step-by-step process on how to scale your studio, how to break out of the one-on-one lesson model so that you can actually make passive income, and you can <laughs> basically do the things that you want to do that don't suck the time out of your day because let's to be real we love our clients but they suck the time out of our day and sometimes we don't want that so if that's you I seriously recommend checking out the Voicepreneur program the link is in the show notes and I offer a free 15-minute chat so we can always hop on the zoom we can talk about your business see if it's right for you and I can give you some little pointers on how to get you moving forward And my final request, if you have been listening to this podcast and you have been enjoying the episodes, I really would love for you to rate and review it on iTunes. It is so, so helpful to get this podcast in front of more voice teachers. So please do that if you have 30 seconds to spare after this episode. And I super duper appreciate you. Thank you so much as always for tuning into another episode. And I hope that you have a beautiful rest of your day.